And they're like, ah, oh, there's nothing we can do. <laughs> How often in movies do people say, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do, do when the, there are the situation. most obvious <laughs> things you can do? Brunch. Hit it, boys. might want to check out the merch store, folks, because there's a shirt that I've been saying, we need it. I need it. Need it on my body. I could see myself, jean jacket, wearing it. Give it to me. Ryan made it. It's in the merch store. It's on a hat. Now I'm going to get the damn hat, too. Probably just going to wear that every day of my life. Finally, the, uh, the, the Misty-inspired merch is here. And you're probably wondering, is that illegal or something? I don't know. He's not on social media or anything. There's no way of asking him. If he were, there's a good chance he would have gotten back to us. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but as with every other item of merch in our merch store, it's really all about what we want. And, yeah. And uh, if maybe four or five of you want to buy the same thing that we want, we'll yeah. go for it. But uh, it's very much like this podcast, self-indulgent. It's not, I, I have this conversation all the time, people. How do people not... Get it. People in the entertainment business, because that's what we're in. We're in the entertainment business. People will say things like, oh, man, I wonder if the, the, the listeners will like this, or I wonder if blah, blah. Here's what people like, folks, okay? This is my TED Talk. People like energy. I'm not talking about high energy. I'm not talking about low energy. I'm big talking dick about, energy? I'm not talking about big penis energy. I'm talking about a good, real, interesting energy. What makes some... Uh, I was gonna say I was gonna say what mate what makes the old brunch episode so great. I was gonna sound really mean to the new episodes <laughs> because we're still doing it. We're just like the the we're the old uh, we're like Bruce Springsteen still putting out albums. You're like that's still Bruce Springsteen, man. We're still goddamn legends. But what made those uh, classic vintage episodes and some of these episodes so great is just the energy, the vibe. So that is what's important. Entertaining yourself is where a lot of that energy comes from. If you do something trying to please somebody, tell you what, that's what Twitter's for, okay? You want to do something that's going to, to get the right eyeballs, going to elicit the right reaction, that's for Twitter. And specifically, that's for other people on Twitter. That is not for me on Twitter because I don't do that. And I definitely don't know how to do that. I don't know how to tweet something that people want to see. Your entire life is like the embodiment of this TED Talk. Yeah. It's like, I'm doing what I want to do. And if you don't like it, well, fuck off. Well, not necessarily fuck off, but, but like, I, I'm, not saying, I'm saying... I'm not trying to please you. I'm saying if I were trying to do something to do whatever, I would be uncomfortable as hell. And Pete, I am already quite uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, which is why in your own skin. <laughs> which is why I lose my mind when someone... Uh, in the line of work wherein, if people disagree with you, they'll say something like, oh, you're being a contrarian. You're doing this. You're just being negative. You're doing this. You're doing that. I promise you, I can't think of anybody other than my friend Adam Jones, who does it as a joke, who actually thinks, huh, how can I do this to be positioned that way? Because you wouldn't be able to sleep at night. If you're not doing some Billy Joel. Oh, I disagree with that. Really? Yeah, I think that they're definitely. You do cool. stuff to be cool? No, no, no. But okay. no, I think that 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 people make. There are people that make decisions just to take the opposite side, or like 
Yeah, Nick Wright, but he's not. But those people don't count as people. Skip Bayless for sure. Like, yeah, Yeah. I I would argue that I agree that he doesn't count as a real person. But there is Skip Bayless is like somebody who is cryogenically frozen. (laughs) Yeah, and Skip Bayless is like Pet Cemetery. (laughs) He was a real. You don't know Pet Cemetery? All right, it's where uh, you uh, you bury dead animals and they come back to life. Here's the thing about the animals, though. Now they're evil. No, crazy. Stephen King? Yeah, and I know that it's a thing, and I, they're remaking it, and the right. movie's coming out soon. Oh, yeah, I yeah. That, that would, I saw the preview for that, and I was like, eh, not interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was one we really needed to do. <laughs> I was in, in this day and age of remaking People everything. People were clamoring for it. You know what we should do? We should remake some vintage episodes the of brunch. brunch. Yeah, I agree. We should remake them. Yeah. We, they'll be much worse than the original, but that's to be expected. We did have a long-standing idea. We just never got around to it. That uh, re- Do we want to reveal it? Yeah, it's not okay. going to happen. Okay. Uh, where Pete and I were going to record an episode of Brunch. It was going to be a Monday episode. Uh, instead of hearing the, cl- the, the classic <laughs> pipes, the, these classic pipes saying, it's Monday and people are pissed. You got Dan, the, the cat... Big cat, uh, Dan Katz, saying it's Monday and people are pissed. And then PFT says, "What are people pissed about, Deej?" And blah. We we would record an episode, make a transcribe it, get it to like a transcription service, uh, give them the script, and for like an hour of their time, they were going to do us a huge favor. And I'm going to say they're going to do it. I think that only. Dan agreed to yeah, it. I don't know that the, the, I don't, I the don't whole know. gang. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. But it was just. It was never going to happen. Period. Because one, they're like the biggest podcast in the world. Yeah. And two, we are way too lazy to record something and then follow up on that by transcribing it. That is. Uh, that's me in a nutshell, though. Like a brainchild that turns into. The most important idea I think I have in my life, and it's all I want to do. And then, like, we're going back and forth, but like, oh man, then we could do this, and then it would be this. And we're thinking of all the ways in which it would be hilarious. And the the biggest part is no acknowledgement that it's not us. Right, obviously, it is clearly <laughs> the part of my take, guys, doing an episode of a far less popular, some might say, uh, ahead of its time kind of original version of their better podcast and you get all the way through it i it would be so great but yeah we're not gonna do that definitely not that was like a two years ago idea we are and there was a weekend i think where it was it was close i think like maybe maybe am am i making this up what i thought that I can't remember. I, I might be telling tales out of school. Like, did we almost do it? I think maybe. I think there was like an agreement in place. Yeah. It was just like maybe, and they were like, maybe we won't get around to it this week, but if not, definitely next week or something like that. But yeah, yeah it just, it just, you know, that was when we actually like put for time someone into I the don't podcast. for someone I don't know. Well, Dan Katz, just a nice person. What ever. a sweetheart. That's why I get so mad when you dummies. Mm-hmm. Who don't? Yeah, who'd... he's the nicest guy ever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was when we uh we actually like put time into this. It and, is. You know what? This and is now it... we can't even do a, an hour and a half episode. <laughs> Life sucks because today, uh, today I put an entire all all of today. You'll find out why was put into an episode of brunch, and it was so stressful, and more stressful than that is. That when I was less busy, 
I'd be like, man, I only put a day into this episode of brunch. I've been slacking. And now to put in an entire day, he's like, you're responsible. I was a bad guy to a lot of people today to put in an entire day into this episode of brunch, which is an episode I'm very excited to do. Great. Because the di- I think that uh, the fruits of my labor today <laughs> are going to pay off uh, handsomely. Speaking of fruits, you were eating grapes in France. Do they have grapes there? What's, what's their sure thing? Their have... thing is cheese. Yeah, there's a lot of cheese. Uh, not a lot of grapes, to be honest, but I did have a lot of fruits. Mm. There was a, kind of there was a healthy fruits section of the hotel uh, breakfast area. Nice. So got a lot of grapefruit. A lot of uh, pineapples, mm. and yeah, it was uh, tasty. Is uh, pineapples? I think it's plural. Is is isn't the sing the plural of pineapple? Uh, pineapple. Yeah. Yeah. Unless there were a bunch of, were there several? Was there? That's pineapple number one. <laughs> yes. Here we go. It was separate a, pineapple. It was, it was a lineup of pineapple. Third pineapple. By the way, you didn't know the word tertiary recently. Was that yeah. a joke or not? Uh, like my use of third airy was a joke. Oh, okay. I'm sure that there was. I didn't know that tertiary was like the third airy, yeah. whatever thing. But I used third airy knowing well. Uh, in fact, I that do. It was I not do a trust. Word. I do <laughs> trust that that you would know that third airy. <laughs> yes. Is I did not know that tertiary meant third airy. Tertiary is one of those words that when you learn it, you suddenly think just like. The world has endless possibilities because right. now I know this new this word exists. that I didn't think existed. I went to high school with a kid used to raise his hand. If he heard a teacher say a word that he didn't know, he would raise his hand. He'd say, what's that mean? And this was a cool kid. This was like a cool – and this kid was not a wise ass. He went to either MIT or Harvard or something, but not to uh, stereotype about MIT or Harvard students. Really, if you watch Friends from College, all those kids were pretty fucking cool kids. But when you're in high school, you think of oh, – this person's really, really smart. They must, uh, I don't know, like they, they, they must not like the same stuff I like, or they must be a nerd or whatever. This was, this was just a classic. Everybody likes him. One of the coolest kids in school. He would raise his hand if he heard a word he didn't know, and he would say, uh, "Hi, I'm sorry. What, what does that word that, that you said mean?" And they would quickly tell him. And he had like a little notebook. And he would write it down. Really? And I'm like, yo, you know that's not even going to be on the test. And he was like, yeah, but now I'm a smarter person. Really cool thing. I move. I bet that helped him greatly on his SATs. Probably. And I and in life, like, it, I just feel like when you learn a new phrase or a new word that you know you can apply to different situations and stuff, especially for me and you uh, yeah. as people who write for a living. Yeah. Uh, occasionally. I don't know if you write. I don't, honestly, like, do you write anymore? I was on a writer's call for work the other day, and I felt so embarrassed. Because <laughs> I feel like the only thing that I've seen you write in the past like six months is like those two slide slideshows. That are I haven't hilarious. even done one of those in a while, man. <laughs> I I want to I want I want to write, or I want to have a, a a weekly column or something. But uh, I, I don't want that for you because that's just another thing that you're going to have on your plate. It is weird. I was talking to somebody who has a similar job to mine, and uh, it doesn't seem... but Because you only see people whose job is TV, Nobody you knows. only see them working yeah. for 
whenever they're on TV. Right. Which sometimes is two hours a night. Sometimes it's like 45 minutes a night. And you'll look and be like, so, you only worked for 45, uh, 45 minutes. minutes. And I'm not saying, I'm certainly not saying that I have like a stressful job or a hard job. I absolutely love it. No, but, but there are there there are more moving parts like any other job. There's a, yeah, I was just gonna say there's a common misconception. Uh, like nobody knows the, another person's job unless they have a very similar job, which I like because if you know anything about me, I like people not knowing not, things about you. not knowing <laughs> shit about me. It's yeah. a it's a very good feeling. Like when someone asks me a question that I thought they probably already knew about me, it makes me really happy, and then. I obviously don't answer it. Yeah. They're like, hey, well, what is the... I, I'm, I probably told this story before. Uh, when I worked at EEI a million years ago, uh, one of my coworkers called me and said, hey, what does DJ stand for? And I just assumed they knew. And I said, why? Like, very Ron Swanson. <laughs> and they're like, uh, what do you mean, why? Like, what? what, what is your name? What does yeah. DJ stand for? And I was like... I don't know why you're. I don't know why you're so obsessed with what my name stands for. And it kind of went back and forth. It almost got heated, but I didn't Just tell him. Tell me your fucking name, man. I didn't tell him. <laughs> you're a weird. I guy, said man. if you. I said if you really need to know what it stands for, maybe there's some paperwork somewhere that says it, or you can ask somebody else. But then you're gonna have to take their word for it. And you know how the jokers around here do. They'll probably lie to you. I'm not telling you my name, okay? You're such a weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> what did I, I like it, though. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that, like, I can't tell you how many people think that, like, will come up to me and be like, so, man, you get paid to tweet, huh? And it's like, no. You should be. I should be. I you might as well be. be. I, mean, I would love to be. These these John Paul Morosi idiots. Uh, no, no, he's not an idiot, right? Who's the, who's the uh, a-hole? John Heyman? John Heyman? Yeah. John Heyman. John Heyman is... Stinks at Twitter. Really? Absolutely stinks at Twitter. Really? Oh yeah. The vibe I've heard to to I've heard a lot of people say that that guy sucks. To act like a uh, now we're really acting like uh, sports media guys, <laughs> yeah. which is talking shit about sports media guys. That guy is uh, th- that guy's never rubbed me the the right way. France was good though. France is great. Nice. Uh, short, it. short little for the the old uh, like short France trip. Yes, uh, the classic: go to Europe and spend basically as much time traveling as you stayed in Europe. Time but, traveling, huh? Yes, uh, it was a very weird uh, time situation because I didn't sleep for like three days, but. Uh, France is ahead five hours uh, of the United States, so I felt like I moved forward in time, but also I was back in time, then everything felt five hours later, but there was five hours earlier. It was weird. Uh, yeah, but I enjoyed France. Traveled first class. It was nice. First class? Yeah, man. I feel like every time... business class, but it's technically first class. I Correct Same me if I'm thing. wrong. I have not flown... The last time I flew to Europe uh, was ridiculous circumstances, but... So I don't really know the um, the the Europe travel etiquette. I feel like every time you fly from America to Europe or to France or something, it is some sort of higher than normal class, right? Yeah. Well, international travel is like those more are the words I was looking for. Comfortable than domestic travel because it's typically longer. I would uh, assume that's the reason. The planes are bigger. There's yeah. you need more fuel and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, yeah, so it it was uh, it was an experience for sure. Nice. Got a lot of movies uh, checked off. Hell yeah! What'd you watch? Uh, I watched 
Overlord, which is a movie that has a lot of plane crash elements in it. And they edited those out for the plane uh, version of the movie. I feel like I've heard of movies doing that. Yeah, I, I tweeted about it, and a couple people came back and said that, yeah, that's a pretty common practice. Yeah. Uh, I watched Juliet Naked. Which Hell yes, about. about time. Yeah, you I watch did, About Time no, also? I did not. <laughs> I did not. Uh, I watched the original X-Men for some reason. Um, it was just like I, I saw uh, that... Would you shut up about X-Men? Just so boring. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I watched the original X-Men. It didn't really age well. I didn't really enjoy it too much. Um, but and then I watched... Ah, oh, fuck. What was the other one that I watched? Shit, 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 shit. Uh, I do not recall, but I'll think of it later. But the most important one is Juliet Naked. Let's talk about Juliet Naked. The real meat of this episode is going to be me explaining uh, Greta to you. That was a uh, That was a big-time user request thing. Usually... It's like a ask and go F yourself, but yes. in the case of explain this, have this person explain this to that, you guys know us well enough to know that maybe certain things will work. You're totally right. We're going to do Juliet Naked first, though, after this. Everyone wants an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, cryptos, all commission-free. Is it out there? Is someone out there? What are we even doing here? Is there an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free? I only have the answer to one of these questions, and it's the one I asked twice. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. Other brokerages, they're going to charge you up to $10 for every trade. What can it cost, $10? $10. Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Hi, I'm DJ Bean. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. People ask me, what's the simple intuitive design of Robinhood that makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike? And I tell them, it's the simple intuitive design of Robinhood. <laughs> You can view easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps. Tap, 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 tap. That's right, Pete, on your smartphone. Hi, I'm DJ Bean. You can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you, just like me, DJ, can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks. Hi. Track your favorite companies and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Hi, I'm DJ Bean, and Robinhood is giving listeners of Brunch a free stock such as Ford, Apple, Sprint, or Ford to help you build your portfolio. You can sign up at brunch.robinhood.com. I'm DJ Bean for Robinhood. Fucking ridiculous. I, I decided to do the, hi, I'm BJP thing, like, halfway through it. <laughs> Worked out great. You gotta do that after, like, the first sentence for it to work. Oh, the other movie that I watched, by the way, before we get into Julia Naked, the other movie that I watched was Hotel Artemis. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and, uh... Oh, yeah, I had we, a big we, question for you. Yes, what was it? If you could tell, uh, if it was Tillman, 
wearing the mask. Yeah, not really. Um, but also, the big my bigger takeaway there is that, well, one, I knew that he died immediately, <laughs> but it was faster than I thought. It was literally like 35 seconds into the movie. He's, I mean, he's the first person to die, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and it's not even like a prolonged death. It's just like one shot. He's dead and falls into a, bu- a bag of trash and he's done. I think I've got to buy it on DVD because I can't find that scene online. I do think, he, did he deliver his line well? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't he, notice that he's it was like he's bad taken or anything. off a mask and he's like, hey, man, like he's a believable yeah. kind of guy. Like, like if you did not know that he was not an actor, you wouldn't be like, oh, what's that guy doing? Right. It was only one line, so it's really hard to fuck it up to the point where somebody's like, ugh, his performance was bad. God, I love him. He was really good. I love him so much, and I love that uh, I'd forgotten the brunch uh, uh, Twitter password, so it wasn't on my phone for a while. Now it is on my phone, and I get to see tweets of people saying that you listen to Father John Misty because of us now, and that makes me so happy because I know it is not an easy game to get into. It took a long time for... Uh, for e- even me, the, the, the weirdo me. Stan. Yeah. From you, like a person that I trust a lot, especially yeah. with music, because you usually have like a really good uh, vibe for my taste. Right. We, yeah, we, we, we're on the same page a lot. Yeah. And I couldn't get into Misty at first. Oh, he's, he's very difficult yeah. to get into because he, I mean, he is. I, it was so alienating because I know so many cool people like Misty. Yes, and I'm just like I, it's a guy that I really want to get into because like people who get it really like him, and I'm just not there. He is the best. I think I legitimately think that he is the best songwriter out there Ooh. right now. He he can. I, I just love him. If also, you, if you haven't gotten into him and you need any sort of help, honestly, I think. That we're helping just by giving you Tiny Dancer every week. Because yeah. I have friends who have said, all right, now I've seen this thing a million, a million times. times. I kind of get them. Then I listened to this song, and then I listened to that song. I don't totally get them, but I think I understand it. Give me, like, two years. That's all we ask. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, Hotel Artemis, by the way, not the movie that I expected at all. Completely <laughs> just they, sold a bill we, of goods. We talked about this after the fact, but the movie is completely marketed as marketed as a heist movie yes it's a boring ass doctor movie all all the promotional images are like them in heist gear yeah they got masks on they're in full jumpsuits oh that shot of them that that shot of the the four robbers from the beginning in their uh yeah and their what is that called the like jumpsuit yeah Yeah, the jumpsuits with their uh masks and their guns uh with their masks and their guns (laughs) um i know those aren't lyrics and their bones Tailman dies. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. And like the f- two of the four people in that cast photo are gone in the first twenty minutes of the movie. Oh yeah, oh wild. Yeah. Who? Uh, it is a great cast though. It's it's not a bad movie. It's no. just different than very different. And it that kind it's a of cool premise. It's a lot cooler of a premise than just like, hey, here's another heist movie. Yeah, it's it's unique. I did not know that Jodie Foster was in that movie, and she is the and she's main the star. character. I didn't know that Jodie Foster was in it. No, I did know that Jodie Foster was in it. In my mind, I thought it was like uh, Jodie Foster, Sterling K. Brown, Josh Tillman trio, like split <laughs> yes. evenly. You were hoping uh, split evenly. Yes, not uh, the case. A lot more Goldblum. That- Which was awesome. I didn't didn't know he was in it. I didn't know that Zachary Quinto was in it. Charlie Day. 
Char- I didn't know Charlie Day was in it. I didn't know I'll- Jenny Slate was in it. Jenny Slate was great in it. Charlie Day was uh, not, not he good. wasn't good in it. It was a force. He, 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 very good way of putting it. It was a force. Uh, how did you feel uh, when the credits hit? When uh, Gilded Cage? Yeah, dude. I I, I I so I watched it on the plane and I had my headphones plugged in and I just, I probably looked like a psycho just mm. like. Thoroughly enjoying the credits to an airplane movie. Just expressionless as you're watching the movie. The credits start and then like you like, smile finally. like an idiot. Uh, it would be a real psycho move to be the guy who starts a movie and then immediately fast forwards yeah. to, to the credits. I didn't I don't think I knew that that song existed. So when the movie was ending, it started to play and it sounded like something that could conceivably be Misty, and I was like, oh man, if this is a Misty right. song, I haven't heard. And then I heard it, and not only was it a Misty song I hadn't heard, it's an awesome song. Do you think that he's ashamed, like legitimately ashamed of that song? There's got to be... There's got to be like a chance if, that If we could track him it. down... Who, who's, who would you say is easier to track down? Uh, recluse queen bassist John Deacon, or who basically has not been seen or done anything since freddie mercury died or father john misty who is putting out an album every year but just doesn't talk or do anything but it's wild because uh, and is ashamed of his good songs but it's wild because like when he's on twitter he's very accessible you can just have a conversation with father john misty anytime you want because he's so crazy that he will just respond to you on twitter but when he's not on twitter I imagine that that guy is the hardest person to get in contact with ever. I'm, I miss his social media presence so much. Did we talk about recently, uh, I did a deep dive on uh, some of his better social media no. shenanigans. So you guys might not, uh, if you're new Misty people, then maybe you've missed out on what he would do in his social media days. Uh, basically, there's a lot of people think that he's an asshole. And I think that people who don't know him, people who aren't really fans of his music, think that he's an asshole partially based on that he's just a shithead and a mean, yeah. obnoxious pers- person on social media. Although, a mutual friend who has played with Father John Misty before, we're not going to tell you who he is. We may have already said this on the last episode. No, we didn't. Okay. But a mutual friend uh, said that Josh Tillman is a, quote, very good dude also added super chill so take that ryan adams while you're sitting in prison (laughs) also completely unrelated Mm. but i thought that the guys from Houndmouth might have been (laughs) assholes too because like they we that was always our thought of them we thought my biggest fear because yeah fucking love the band they were so cool they couldn't not be assholes right similar to father john misty like i i I and think there's like a possibility a he's stage. an asshole because he's so fucking hot and just yeah. like they're, well, they're untouchable is what yeah, they are. Yeah, and and I think that like there's a certain element of stage presence where like they are just like flowy and cool and just I, there's just like an aura around all of them yeah. where I'm just like they might be huge dicks. Well, this is this gonna would this kill their street cred if we reveal like they're the coolest that they are genuinely super super nice uh i uh (laughs) what that's not it's it's not an interesting story but there was like a like i i meant to do something and i texted matt and apologized and said like oh shit i meant to do this or whatever we oh we met up for for drinks 
and uh, just I, I I meant I meant to get their drinks. And uh, my friend paid for my drink, and then I was going to catch up with my friend, and they were like, okay, we got to get out of here. They left, and they had already paid for their stuff, and I was like, oh, man, what a jerk. I said, hey, come over here, have some drinks, and basically was like, hey, come to this restaurant you didn't necessarily want to come to, (laughs) eat, Talk to me who you necessarily didn't want to talk to. Make this about me, and uh, that'll be a full price uh so full price hangs bro i texted him and i was like hey can't find you on venmo so uh i'm just gonna throw some hundreds on the stage if that's cool and he was like if you just a nice guy he was like if you give me one dime i'm going to like stop the show or something <laughs> like that just really really nice yeah, they're, people, they're very, very nice guys. Which again, terrible for their brand because yeah. the music they make they they make some they make they some whiskey drinking music. They yeah, should they, they should be smashing bottles between yeah. takes. Yeah. Uh, funniest thing. I, oh, also uh, be on the lookout. Uh, I've I, I I'm sorry to to promote a personal uh, endeavor on here, but I'm launching a an Instagram series called <laughs> what was it? Shoot, what's it called? <laughs> Stop doing good uh, uh, this part's cool. That's what it's called. It's called this part's cool, and it's where uh, I show you a part of a song that's cool, and that's all it is. I've uh, I've got my first guest lined up, uh, member of a really good band. Can't say who it is, but when I tweeted out the suggestion that maybe I'm going to make this series, I said, "Hey, if I start an Instagram series called." This part's cool, where I show you a cool part of a song. Would you hate me as much as you already hate me now, or would you hate me even a little more? And Matt responded, and he was like, I will be on this. Nice. So uh, watch out for episode two. Episode one, we can kind of work out the the kinks. I already have the song in mind that I'm going to do, but uh, look out for episode two, featuring Matt from Houndmouth, who probably will be like, oh, I was kidding. <laughs> Well, man, uh, maybe you should not promote your personal projects on this uh, group project that we have here. What? No, it will. Uh, it's a. Uh, it'll be a subsidiary of, of brunch. brunch. You and you'll be able to find it on uh, one yeah. of the brunch uh, hosts' Instagrams. <laughs> yeah, so good for brunch. Good. Everybody wins. Let's do Juliet Naked, but first, The Athletic is a subscription-based publisher of smarter sports coverage for diehard fans. The model is simple. No ads, no pop-ups, and no autoplay videos. Instead, readers get in-depth coverage written by journalists who know their teams and leagues inside and out. Today, brunch listeners get 40% off by using promo code BRUNCH, making the subscription $2.99 a month. That's $2.99 $2.99 a month for some of the best sports coverage that you can get out there today from some of the biggest names in writing about sports. Some would call it journalism, but me, I call it writing about sports. Again, subscribe today using promo code BRUNCH to be a part of The Athletic. It's the future of sports journalism. Julia Naked, do we want to... Actually, we'd be remiss if we did not discuss... I love being on the verge of being remiss and then saving ourselves from being remiss. Yes, exactly. Uh, they canceled crashing. Mm. What the fuck? Man? That was, that is wild. Yeah. And it had an end. We talked about this. It had an ending that maybe 
kind of thought they thought they were going to get canceled. Yeah. What was somebody telling them the whole time that this show sucks? Like, yeah, like did before they got season three, was it like, hey, man, make it or break it? I got a theory. I got a theory. Apatow uh, is shell shocked from love. And going into the third season of uh, three seasons of a great Apatow show, he thinks, I think that this is all they let us do. Or maybe Apatow only likes to do uh, three. Maybe it's an Apatow thing. And he was like, yo, cancel me. Well, I think think that Apatow, uh, if he is not used to being canceled too early, like 10 years ago, he... Probably that <laughs> that's three, very he thinks true. That three episodes. He three made his bones on being canceled yeah. early. Yeah, so I, I think that that guy should not be, uh, you know, apprehensive of tying things uh, up night nicely early on. Very terrible move. Uh, fortunately, bodies coming back on HBO. We're going to be getting season two of The Shy in April. God bless. You don't watch Game of Thrones, but no, Thrones I don't. Guy. Also, I got to say this. A I gotta say this on the topic of Game of Dexter Thrones. Guy. <laughs> on the topic of Game of Thrones, if you're one of those people who's watching and binging Game of Thrones now and like fucking live tweeting about it, like anybody oh, in the world God. cares, I hate you. Two people are doing that. I, there are a million, and I'm not trying to call that. out either of them because they're good people. I'm not calling them out by name, yeah. but if just know that if you're doing that, you are. You are contributing to a very bad trend that should not exist. Nobody cares that you're binge-watching Game of Thrones right now. The only thing that is good for is if you are getting into Father John Misty. One of my friends started to listen to Father John Misty because she thought it would be cool if I ever knew what DJ was talking about. Stupid move on her part. (laughs) Because now... She knows that that, that I'm just talking about nonsense. Uh, She went through the discography because she'd been told by people like, hey, you would like Father John Misty, you would like Father John Misty, because apparently she knows some smart people. That is fascinating. Having someone go through, maybe it works better with music than a TV show or something, but if someone's getting into something that you really, really like, hearing someone's first impressions of things that... Because you haven't seen every episode of Game of Thrones a million times, right? No. But you've heard like every church's song yeah. 6,000 times. Yeah. You know them inside and out. So yeah, it's interesting exactly to like, hear someone's kind of first perspective there. Right. You kind of like lose that. Because when you listen to music over and over and over again, it's you, you notice things that you hadn't noticed. And you sort of like lose that perspective of like there's such a drastic change in the first time that you listen to something right. like music-wise. And then like even a month later and you listen to that song and you know what's coming. Right. So I think that's cool. And I also think that there's just, like, no expiration date on, like, the experience of listening to music. Well, it's funny you say music because we are about to talk about Juliet Naked. So, the moment... Crashing. <laughs> so, uh, the... Oh, we, finale... should, we, yeah. we, should, we should finish the crashing talk, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, finale was the best episode of the series. It was great. Uh, Mulaney was... I thought he was a little overdone in his first episode of Crashing, but he was amazing in this one. And I, this is coming from somebody who loves John Mulaney dearly. I go way, way, way back on John Mulaney. I think that this is mean. Like He's not very good at things that aren't stand-up. Like what else has he done? I like, mean, have you, you seen Mulaney, it? Like when he like it was... presents at t- award shows or whatever, it is 
cringeworthy. Really? Okay. Terrible. Uh, uh, what about? I mean, Saturday Night Live. Is he? He's but that's stand up. Yeah, his monologue is stand up. He cut his teeth with he, Saturday Night Live. Too. Well, oh, so I'll say that he Great he writer. wrote the some of the best uh, SNL things ever. Uh, Got to recommend if if you haven't seen Who's on Top, look that up. That is like a top three all time SNL skit for me. Uh, Who's on Top? Look that up. The uh, Switcheroo when he hosted uh, last year, I think, was excellent. I watched his most recent episode of SNL. wasn't very good, but yeah, Whatever. great, 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 great stand up. Yeah, absolutely elite. And I think like, I think he's the best going. Melanie Stunk, obviously, uh, the show. But uh, you know, boy, did we try to act like it did. <laughs> I know we did our best, but yeah, no, I, he, he was such a fucking dick and crashing. And I thought that the last episode did it so so well. Yeah, his line of uh, his realization that. Uh, like, yes, hey. I am a dick, yeah. but they don't know that. Yeah. That's that's probably something that we've all felt before, yeah. where something about you, is, where like there's an obvious kind of quality about you, and you're like, but that's not necessarily official. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, I thought that the finale was really, really good, but I thought that most of the third season was really good, and I, and I, there were a few duds um, in there, but I saw I saw a lot of people say that the third season wasn't very good. And I yeah. thought that it was like I thought that they handled some com- complex topics with like a very smart approach. Like the, I think that some of the episodes, maybe it's a recency bias, but I think that some of the episodes that are really going to stand out to me uh, about cr- when I think of crashing, I think the first one that's going to come to mind is like the 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 one with um, Allie, mm-hmm. or Jamie Lee, where she where she flips out on the. The guy who's quote unquote Jason? headlining, yeah, yeah. The the is that his like name, Jason? Tour, yeah, yeah. Like that was. I thought that that was an unbelievable episode. Also, uh, huge props to that guy who is a real comedian, I think. Yeah, and played and had to weigh the pros and cons of I get to be on a TV show, but I'm playing play a, shitty a dick comedian who calls a woman the c word yeah. like with my mouth. And yeah. people can see the camera's on my mouth as I see. There is no way I can say that, that was CGI or something like that. You are going to be seen as that no matter what. Like, if I see that that guy is playing in, like, Harvard Square or something, I'd be like, mm, that guy's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that that was, like, a tough call for both him and John Mulaney. I bet he is an old school type comic, though. Though I, I bet that Probably. he is kind of like that. But like, I bet that that's a hard call for him and John Mulaney because this is a show that revolves around so many comedians playing themselves, basically. Yeah. Like Pete Holmes plays himself. There are so many other guest stars who play themselves. So if you come on the show and you have to f- take on the character of an asshole, yeah, there are probably a lot of viewers who are like that person. Is but if an if you're big enough, like John Mulaney, John Mulaney was just uh, Jonah Hill in This Is the End. Just a completely right, yeah. satirized, yeah. Uh, like, out of the like farthest left someone's field. Someone's got to do it, so it might as well be Mulaney, who's, like, a big, big name. Or, no, or that's just... part of the joke, like, I think. Hey, uh, what do you think... We don't know for sure what John Mulaney is off the stage. So, let's take as many liberties as we can <laughs> with that. And let's make him a huge prima donna... An absolute dick, like that when he's going through the other comedians that he should get that he's saying could open for him. He's like, get Chris Gethard, get yeah. get Mike Birbiglia. I know that he thinks that he's too big <laughs> to open for me, 
but he's a friend. He'll do it. If he says that he's not New York, he's lying. (laughs) (laughs) Just total, total fucking diva. Uh, But he was also problematic. He had a redemption arc. That's true. Because he tells Pete after, he says, you were very funny. And he takes him out. And he gets him him the comedy seller. Uh, What's her name? The what, what's the, the the woman there? I forget. Yeah, uh, that problematic Ingrid or something. We are, like... We've remembered all the guys' names <laughs> yeah. from this episode. Shit. Uh oh. Let's hit a break. Getting life insurance can feel like assembling the world's worst jigsaw puzzle. Is that something I would say or what? <laughs> I'm saying it in my own words, so the answer is yeah. yes. It's confusing. It takes forever, and when you're finally done, it doesn't even look cool. But if you have a mortgage, kids, or anyone who depends on your income, couldn't be me. It's a puzzle you need to solve, and Policy Genius can help you do it. Policy Genius is the easy way to get life insurance. In just two minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find the best policy for you. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy, they make everybody like you. Got people bullying you at work? They're gonna like you. Got a bad relationship? Get ready to have a good relationship. Got allergies? Make sure that you get out, stay on top of that because this guy's it, got life insurance. It, it would be, it's it's not a thing to mess around with. Being like, oh well, I'm allergic to this, but I haven't had it in a while, so maybe I'll try it. Not worth it. Policy Genius also makes it easy <laughs> to find the right home insurance, auto insurance, or disability insurance. They're your one-stop shop for financial protection. God, I love them. So if you find life insurance puzzling, head to PolicyGenius.com in two minutes. You can compare quotes, find the right policy, and save up to 40% doing it, all while having sex. Policy <laughs> Genius, the easy way to compare and buy life insurance. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Juliet Naked, movie with Rose Byrne, Ethan Hawke, that Irish guy. I saw Greta, you did not, Pete, correct? I did not, no. So let's do one of our classic uh, one person <laughs> recaps a movie to the other person they didn't see. Greta was heavily requested because it is regarded as uh, like one of the worst movies. Is that it? I didn't think so. I don't know. I haven't seen much about Greta at all. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw the the trailer. I know that um, there's uh, the girl from Five Hundred Days of Summer's in it. Chloe Grace Moretz. Yes, is that, that her name? One. Um, I hope that's her name because no, I'm going to be saying it a lot. It is. Yeah. Uh, I know that she's in it. I know that an old lady is in it, and mm-hmm. I know nothing else about it. Okay, so it's a movie where Chloe Grace Moretz uh, has very good hair. Ladies, if you wouldn't mind, watch this movie or even a trailer. I don't don't need it for my purposes or anything, but I'm just interested as uh, as like a a, a hair discussing person. Yeah, like how's that done? What's that, hairspray? Her hair is great, and she's got – it's flipped up like a little bit in the front, and – it's rated PG-13, I think, and that's Greta. Uh, no, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is a uh, young woman living in New York, and she finds a bag on the subway, and she returns the bag to the person whose uh, ID is in the bag. It's this old woman named Greta, and uh, she is just trying to do the right thing. Her roommate, who, follow along, Real hottie uh, is telling her, don't do that. Who cares whose bag this is? Just mail it to her or something. She goes, gives it to this woman, meets her. Uh, when she 
gets there, the woman invites her in for coffee. So she sits down, has coffee with her. Uh, the woman immediately starts oversharing, talking about dogs and playing the piano. So this woman is like my mom, basically. <laughs> that's a lo- that's uh, I, that's too much overlap there. That 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 is completely my mom. Uh, and they get to talking. What's your story? Blah blah. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz this is problematic. Is says she's from Boston. Mm-hmm. And white, ooh, not good. <laughs> Racist. Yes, clearly. Uh, so, uh, let's see. I you know, let's but get let's get they, to my notes. Did they explain what part of Boston was it? Really, Boston, or will, will people from Boston take offense? To her saying, "Oh, I don't know. Boston. She could have said like she, Fall River or something." Yeah. And people, go, oh, that's not that's, ex- ex- that's not great. That's not Greater Boston. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, uh. That's, that's Southeast is not Boston. Oh, will you see the game? Uh, uh. That's my impression of someone from Boston. Because <laughs> I'm not. Because I'm from the Burbs, so I'm not really from Boston. That's right. So uh, let me go in my notes. Uh, Bunch of phonies. So first note, ladies, Chloe Grace Moretz looks great. How do you get your hair like that? Is it hairspray? We already hit that. Uh, <laughs> Covered that one. So they're getting to know each other, and they're seeing each other a bit. They're kind of becoming friends here. Uh, and this woman doesn't know how to do anything. She's like this old kind well, of... she's old, so yeah. She's old. She doesn't Dumbass. really know how to use her phone, blah, blah. And they, they go their separate ways. Chloe Grace Moretz goes home. And then the big creepy reveal that night, the uh, Greta, the old woman, is looking up Chloe Grace Moretz on Facebook, which should not be a reveal at all because... <laughs> Every old person who doesn't know how to use technology is, is on, on Facebook. Facebook. For sure. That's, I think those are the only people on who Facebook. are still on Facebook. So uh, they're hanging out. Uh, Greta says that everyone leaves her. Everyone leaves her. Mm. Chloe Grace Moretz responds, my friends say I'm like chewing gum. I tend to stick around. Ew. Weird. There's a, there are quite a few expressions <laughs> in this that are like, who wrote this that's movie? That's not a, somebody bad. <laughs> yeah. Somebody bad. Uh so they're having dinner at this woman's house. The hot roommate says, "Hey, there's a cool uh, party also, that we're going to." What kind of chewing gum are you chewing that it just like sticks stuff? around? Yeah. Well, chewing gum sticks to stuff. You know all those. Yeah, you, got- you know all those black bumps on the sidewalk. Yeah. Do you know what that is? It's old chewing gum. Yeah. Yeah, but like you gotta you gotta stick. You it learned to- you learned that because I just told you. <laughs> yeah, you gotta stick it to stuff to make it stick. Yeah. But- or you gotta step on it. Yeah, not good, but. Trust it's, me, it's there's more weird stuff. Gum thing for so, a oh well, d- don't worry. The chewing gum comes back. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they're having dinner at this woman's house. Chloe Grace Moretz finds a cabinet full of chewing gum bags. Yeah, I knew that. I bags. Well, well, why don't you? you why don't you, you tell me? me? <laughs> <laughs> there's no, but she's got all these bags and there's all these IDs. It's this big thing. So Chloe runs out, uh, and then Greta just shows up everywhere trying to talk to her and this is happening for days just everywhere she goes this Greta woman is just standing there just totally Michael Myersing, just like standing in the street not doing the thing where she gets up easily which we oh, proved yeah. is very not easy to do not enough strength Greta you hit the gym uh, at this point like call the police please call the, the police have been called on such lesser things oh yeah we saw the woman what was it the uh, dog humped uh, her dog <laughs> So she called the police 
on uh, the dog's like black owner. Yes. Holy smokes. Yeah, call the police on much yeah. worse. Like you, you people barbecuing in the park. I don't get back to a couple of your them. text messages. You're worried about me. You call the police. <laughs> yeah. Is what we do. You call the police. Take care of people. She finally does, and the police are like, "Oh no, that you're allowed to do that." You're allowed to just to follow, follow people, people around and, and stand there and stand in the street and watch someone. Uh, next note is... Oh, I already said that. Roommate is a babe. Oh, yeah. Uh, Remember that one. How's her hair? Uh, not as good. I don't know. Not as good. Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz's hair is like... Uh, here, here's here's how, what Chloe Grace Moretz's hair is, okay? Uh, two friends are uh, about to go somewhere. They're walking to the car. Chloe Grace Moretz says... I'm driving, and then Ooh, you toss her the keys. Nice. That's like you know, so that you know who, you know what her hair sounds like. What her hair sounds like Blake Lively's character in A Simple Favor. Yeah, just like a, and and not necessarily like like a super sexy thing. Although like, Blake Lively just, looked quite good in that. Like somebody but who just, wears the pants. Her yes. hair wears the pants. Her well, she she's just wearing that hair. Okay. Get ready on wearing the brunch that hair which has pants. Get ready on the brunch social thing for uh, ten times. <laughs> Chloe Grace Moretz was wearing that hair. Ten times we wondered how do you how, how do you how did Chloe Grace Moretz get her hair this way? <laughs> Will that be creepy? Yeah, probably. Okay. Uh, my next note is: uh, Is it problematic that my solution at this point is just? Date someone scary. Like go <laughs> find like a like a Ronda Rousey or a Chuck Liddell or somebody just like get a big dog, and strong man. and carry that up. Well, this woman, uh, Greta, gets a dog Ooh. at the behest of Chloe Grace Moretz. Like, Something's coming up there. Okay. Do they kill a dog? So maybe. Maybe. So uh one of the times Greta sneaks up on Chloe Grace Moretz is in the hall it's a bit of a jump scare and sh- lo- oh, read it the way i wrote it um the first one hmm. one of the times she sneaks up on her is in the hall and she spits gum in her hair there's where the gum comes back wow she, she spits, spits gum in chloe grace moret's hair yeah maybe the oldest person to chew gum yeah she and then they got to get it out there's like the peanut butter thing and everything it's a whole fiasco oh, no. Which, now that I think about it, you're ruining a great thing. Because yeah. that hair is so good. She's She's got a great hairdo. Uh, tries to get a restraining order. <laughs> this is great. She tries to get a restraining order. And the cops are like, yeah, th- those really aren't actual things. Like, you can't, I guess, like, those take like six years to get. They basically give her a song and dance of like. They, they Too much paperwork. Them explaining uh, getting a restraining order to Chloe Grace Moretz is Pam explaining adopting a child to Michael Scott when she says like it can take what how long does she say it can take like years or something or however many months and Michael's like I don't even know if I'm gonna want a baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's them say the, the cops are just unbelievably not helpful. So uh, then. Uh, Greta or Chloe Grace Moretz goes back to her apartment to be by herself, which seems like the safe, smart move. Yep. Uh, the roommate is out and is saying, "Hey, come hang out with me." And she says, "No, I'm just going to sit here by myself. Where what what could possibly happen?" Uh, Greta starts sending Chloe Grace Moretz text messages, photos of the roommate. 
She's there. She's following the roommate. And what follows is, I swear to you, the least thrilling chase scene ever. Really? Chloe Grace Moretz is on the phone with her friend who still now is not in real danger. She's just taking pictures of her or something. (laughs) And she's like, are you leaving the bar? Yeah, I'm leaving the bar. Oh, no. She just sent me another picture of you leaving the bar. Yeah, well, she's sitting there taking pictures of you. So that's probably going to happen. She follows her onto a bus. But nothing happens. It's nothing dangerous, and it's so slow-paced, not at all scary, not thrilling at all. Uh, Then, for some reason, Chloe Grace Moretz goes to Greta's house to save her dog. She's worried about the dog, which is, I would say, behavior contradictory to someone who would want a restraining order from somebody. Going from, like, one day, I want a restraining order. Why is she worried about the dog? Because she's like, this person's crazy, so maybe she's not treating this dog very well. Uh, I also wrote down, uh, the movie's definitely problematic because Greta is for sure sick. And instead of people trying to get her help, they're just shaming the hell out of her. Um, Oh, uh, I wrote, uh, maybe become a knife person would be the move at that point. Just carry a knife with you at all times. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz works at a restaurant and she gets startled a lot. Usually by Greta being there (laughs) and always knocks over trays, knocks over glasses, a lot of glasses breaking in this movie. Like at this point, this was like the second or third time I'd seen it happen. So I was like, all right, I I think that I'm going to start doing a a tally and keep an eye out for things like this. Uh, Greta goes to Chloe Grace Moretz's restaurant and gets a table. Chloe Grace Moretz is told to, to wait on her. She says to her boss, this person is stalking me. We need to call the police. We need to make her leave right now. The boss says, quote, I'm afraid there's nothing we can do. She has a reservation. (laughs) I did not know this was a thing, but I am for sure using the (laughs) reservation excuse in the future. I'm sorry. Uh, We know that we were harboring this fugitive, but... He had a reservation. Better yet, just get super sloppy at a bar, and when they go to toss you out, be like, I don't know if you recall, (laughs) but this night started, I came here having dinner first on a reservation. They're like, ah, there's nothing we can do. How often in movies do people say, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do when there are the most obvious things you can do? Call the police. This person is stalking. The police are aware of this woman and her stalking. Unfortunately for them, they've been doing a little bit of there's nothing we can do. But at least, I don't know, give another thing to add to the file. Be like, hey, so you know the whole stalking thing? Still going on. Talk to you tomorrow, probably. I somewhat believe that there's like a good amount of work that goes into filing a restraining order. And like it might take a little longer than you want. But I do know for sure that a reservation does not prevent somebody from calling the police on you. Do you know why uh, they do restraining orders, though? To, to keep, keep people you. safe. Yeah. That is and a keep huge... people away from other people. That's kind of a biggie on the whole legal system thing, the keeping people safe. So looking at something like that and being like, 
Oh, man, it'll be a lot of paperwork. She's so old. What's she going to do? Come on. Can't you just sack up? Come on, Chloe Grace Moretz. Grow up pair. They're throwing, like, toxic masculinity <laughs> at her. It's all male cops. Uh, so during this thing, as she has a reservation, uh, she, uh, she... Oh, uh, <clears throat> Chloe Grace Moretz knocks over another tray because she's startled. Uh, Greta throws a glass of wine which i've never seen before i've seen bottles smashed i've seen blah blah she threw it like this almost underhand she just like threw a glass of wine and it was like uh, like did she did she throw the glass or did she just like uh, it wasn't like, like she was throwing wine in her face she just kind of like tossed a glass really that wine. i've never seen that very very okay. weird uh then next note next note is four exclamation point she knocks over a table Really crazy. Okay. So after this, uh, police, ambulance, everybody comes. Uh, she's talking. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz goes home, and the roommate suggests going to see Greta to, quote, slow fade her. You know, like, do the old, like, hey, like, act like maybe you're we're cool. We're, we're cool. I just got, I've got shit I've got to work on. Take and one then, step back at a time. So she goes to see Greta. And in a major twist, this results in Greta kidnapping Chloe Grace Moretz. Now, uh, you're probably wondering what happened to the dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, my note is you're probably not wondering what happened oh, to the I dog. Oh, I am. I am. Because you know what happened to the dog. She killed the dog. You know what happened to the dog. Son of a bitch. She killed the dog. What the uh, fuck? Greta locks Chloe Grace Moretz in a box. I was maybe on Team Greta to this point, where like eh, she's right. just an old, just, old psycho, or old yeah. sick person, and now she's a psycho. Kill the dog. Yeah, uh, Greta's no big. From that. Greta's big into uh, dro- like putting drops of stuff, probably Ruflin, something like that, some sort of sedative into things. She put it. You see her put it in the dog's bowl at one point, so you're like. Yeah, I think I think we know Son what's happened to the dog. Although she got she picked a dog that was uh what's the it, it was a three letter thing for uh we're Jack gonna put Russell that dog Terry. down. No, we're we're gonna put that dog down. Like uh, I think like PTS maybe, like put to sleep. Okay. Like in this like, one like was she the... saved a dog right. from being put to sleep. Right. So okay. she she realistically she just delayed the inevitable. She, right, she she bought the dog like another week and a half. But it had to okay. live with that psycho. Uh so uh Greta drugs Chloe Grace Moretz and puts her in a box in there. Chloe Grace Moretz dreams uh, that being kidnapped was all a dream and she was okay. This is not the case. She has been kidnapped and is indeed in a box. Then the movie kind of turns into Misery. You know Misery? The song by Adam Levine? No, although it's based on uh, the movie which i think is based on a book i think misery is a stephen king book a lot of stephen king references in this episode big stephen king uh big, big episode for stephen king <laughs> Houndmouth, and juliet naked uh you don't know steve uh kathy bates no and uh i think it's james con nope. is, that, is that the guy's name james con could be anybody cheesecake factory no 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 that's not james con Je- james con is uh elf yeah, 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 yeah. She, uh, it's about the the novelist and his biggest fan. He gets in like a skiing accident or something, and his biggest fan finds him. She takes him to uh, to kind of nurse him back to health, but she ties him up and she hobbles him so he can't leave. It's a nightmare of a thing. Mm, and I think the, I think the music video for Misery is that. Really, it's a crazy movie. You know what hobbling is? No, 
It's when you put someone's legs down and uh, you just take like a mallet, crush those ankles, bro. Oh, no. Yeah, you ain't going anywhere. Uh-huh. That'll that'll keep them still. <laughs> so uh, that's uh, the misery talk. Now on to Juliet naked. Uh, so uh, what's her face? Greta's giving her piano lessons and stuff, and th- that's very kind of misery-esque. She's kind of now her pet okay. or whatever. Uh, she's giving her piano lessons, then she's uh, making cookies with her. While they're making cookies, boom, Chloe Grace Moretz, cookie cutter to the hand, cuts off her pinky, bam. She runs down. Cuts off whose pinky? Uh, Greta's. Greta's. Okay. She runs away uh, into the basement. That's where you run. Yeah, that's try- how you get out of a house. That's where you, yeah, you know, let's try the basement. Runs into the basement. You won't believe what's down there. Bodies. <laughs> Jesus. This sounds like a, a, a spinoff to Don't Breathe. It's all kind of like that. I watched like two seconds of Don't Breathe. Did I text you about that? Yeah. 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 On at 7.30 in the morning. You watch Don't Breathe. It's br- Don't Breathe at 7 in the morning. Man. Too, too I, early I, for that. <laughs> we'll do a quick little aside. I had a, uh, a doctor's appointment uh, for a, a minor, minor surgery. And uh, I'll, I'll call it an operation because surgery makes me sound tough. And this is a story that is definitely not going to make me sound tough. Uh, the doctor, as he was, uh, he was like numbing me up and uh, injecting some stuff into a painful area. And I used to get allergy shots all the time. So I, w- I wasn't necessarily a tough guy, but it just, it had no impact on me. Like getting a shot or getting yeah. anything, getting cut or something like didn't care if I if I, I if I fell down, I wasn't like the. Eh, I was like okay, whatever. Just like pain is a thing that sometimes happens because I was kind of used to it. I am not that way anymore. I'm neurotic. I'm crazy. I'm a big baby. Uh, the guy's shooting me up with stuff, and he's talking to me because you're you're. I think you're supposed to like talk to them to make sure that they're kind of with you. Yeah. And the doctor was like, so. Uh, Maybe, what do you do? Do you do this? Blah, blah. And I was kind of uh, kind of making faces and stuff and being a little weird. And he was like, uh, uh, have you eaten this morning? And I was like, no. He was like, have you ever fainted before? And I was like, no. Why? He was like, gonna faint, because dude. you're fainting right now. And I was like, uh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so... They like they got a uh, this th- these are the real heroes. Uh, he grabbed a lollipop, <laughs> gave it to me, and nursed me back to health. That's a weird thing to be fainting and then not actually faint. Yeah. And then like the, the the cure is a lollipop. Well, I mean it's just like get some sugar in yeah, there. Okay. It's like when uh, when I'm no different than Zidane Chara <laughs> sipping the uh, the coke the, the bottle of coke that I'm pretty sure was a 20 ounce bottle of coke. But it looked like yeah. it was like, one of those like a Chiquita, t- yeah. whatever. It looked like a, remember those teeny drinks they were yeah. called? Yeah. I, maybe they were called teeny. Okay, where am I in my notes? So she cuts off uh, Greta's finger with a uh, cookie cutter. Greta catches up to her, puts her in a bath, and kind of ties her up, and then starts to sew, take a, a finger off of a doll, sew it into a glove, puts it on her hand and says this is an important one she says a lady is known for shoes and gloves and we're nothing if not ladies not a saying but 
I think that could be the crazy old woman equivalent of whatever Feidelberg heard that crazy Saturdays old guy boys. say that he turned into Saturdays for the Boys. So maybe merch store, we're nothing if not ladies. Make it a flag, make it a t shirt. Yeah. All like proceeds that. go to two white men. <laughs> yes. But doesn't that, that could be a thing? Like, yeah, we're, like we're nothing if not ladies. Yeah. That sounds like a good thing. It does. It does sound pretty great. The, I mean, we get a new uh, kind of uh, like fight song phrase for every group of people every day. But I would like to throw that one into the the women thing. We're nothing. We're nothing, not we're nothing if not ladies. I do like that. We're nothing if not ladies. Isn't that a good idea though it, to have an overarching thing that is for everybody? Completely inclusive for everyone except for men, which is even better because ladies for sure also like when it's a thing that's hey men. Plus, we have a lot of we have a lot of female listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the ladies, the ladies love us. Good use of uh, female as an adjective. Hey, thanks. because you know you, you're not supposed to use it as a noun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You so, use it as an adjective. Yeah. Great job. The ladies love us, so I think that if we can give that to them, uh, they deserve it. It's the least we could. Hey. It's the least we hey, can do. We're nothing if not. Hey, you deserve it. Thanks. You deserve it. There's we're nothing, we're nothing if not. Uh, we we stand, ladies. That's true. Good ones though. Only the good ones. Only the again. Only, we only... are not. We are in no way a pro murderer podcast. <laughs> so, if the the ladies you're supporting are going out like, I don't know, like I'll texting support. and driving, crashing, like like shooting, yeah, no shooting violent people, crimes. no don't, violent crimes. Yeah, I'll support the white collar crime ladies. Hmm. Like what? Like like, like shoplifting and stuff, having yeah, weed on them. Yeah. Yeah. Rob, robbing the banks. Also, I'm, I'm a big pro bank robber. It is crazy that people have been locked up for weed, and people who talk in saunas get to walk free every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, there's that's a situation where I don't want any conversation. There is so much noise every time I go into a sauna. I th- I think that maybe the uh, the one pro to talking in a sauna is that you don't have to listen to the, the gentleman in the sauna make weird fucking noises that aren't talking. No, you can do that. You, if you got to do, it's fine. You, your body sucks. It's uh, that's that's I, your. I hate. It's no, your it's, dilemma. It's it's always like the old the old guys just sitting there sweating their dicks off and then being like, <clears throat> oh yeah, <clears throat> I hate those sounds. <clears throat> Yeah, and that's save that's it for what, the movies. That's what the sauna is. Save it for the movies, <laughs> yeah. you, you fucking old guys. But yeah, I I'm going to write a letter or something. I don't know who to talk to in my gym, and I'm going to say, can you just put up a sign that says the sauna is meant to be a quiet place? Do not talk. Do not play music in the sauna. Who does that? Everybody, dudes, come in with headphones on, and you'll have five guys at a time listening to different things, and it's all loud. I'm like, I, I'm not a meditative meditative person or anything but the sauna is where i just sit there and close my eyes and let my body sweat because i don't feel like running anymore (laughs) that's what it that's what the sauna is for it's for cheating i don't care about i mean and i've had nice people come in and talk to me and i'm thinking you are being so rude right now that's that seems fair seems and what do i do do i go hey maybe those people are listening to music because they don't want to be talked to or they don't want to hear other people's music. Then you, you may put in headphones. I do. This is a move that I do a lot. I put in headphones and I don't play anything. 
I do that a lot. That that's kind of like a how that's to talk to women in headphones move. I do that all the time. I'll just put headphones in because I don't want somebody to come up to me and start talking to me. That's right. not that doesn't make me a bad guy. It makes no. me a smart guy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so you're probably wondering what's going on with Greta. Let Actually, me tell you. Wondering what's going on with Juliet naked. But let's get get to. Uh, Should we do it this. after this? Yeah, yeah. Hi again, folks. I'm Pete Blackburn here to talk to you about HelloFresh. What is HelloFresh? You might be asking. Well. I'm about to tell you right now. It's a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. And what is HelloFresh? Well, I just told you, but it's also simple. HelloFresh makes conquering a kitchen a reality with deliciously simple recipes. They do all the meal planning, shopping, and prepping for you so you can focus on the healthier you and Make a happier family. No sex included. Uh, Get seasonal simple recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door every week. You know what HelloFresh also is? It's enjoyable and easy. They give you fresh pre-measured ingredients and an easy-to-follow six-step pictured recipe cards that are super easy to follow. They're delivered to your door as well. Uh, Comes in a special insulated box, a little dry ice in there maybe. Spend a little less time meal planning and grocery shopping so you can get back into your kitchen and do more of what you love, and that's cooking and eating. All meals come together in 30 minutes max. Calls for less than two pots and pans, so you don't have to have uh, you know utensils and, and you know equipment, uh, some of that fancy crap. Just two pots and pans and minimal cleanup required after you're done. Make family dinners fuss-free with HelloFresh's picky eater, kid-tested, and approved family plan recipes. You know what HelloFresh also is? Delicious. Three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family, with an option to switch between when your fa- when your tastes change, because tastes, they change. It happens. You know it. Uh, enjoy fun menu features with HelloFresh's dinner-to-lunch, 20-minute meals, gourmet, and one-pot wonders. Uh, get more out of that recipe rut and start cooking outside of your comfort zone by del- by discovering new delicious recipes. HelloFresh has sent me some of these uh, some of these boxes that they're talking about here. I've used them; they're delicious, they're easy. I'm a very bad cook. I set off the smoke alarm basically every time I try to cook. But I will tell you, even I was able to follow the recipes, get them done, and produce. Something that was edible and something that was more than edible. It was very, very good. I really like HelloFresh, so I can attest to the quality of their product and the ease of use. And uh, I think that my favorite one, I did uh, some sort of breaded chicken that had pesto on it. I've made that like three times since they sent me uh, the the recipe. So, so here's your call to action. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com. Slash brunch eighty. That's eighty dollars off. Brunch eighty is the code. HelloFresh.com slash brunch eighty. Promo code brunch eighty. Uh, and you know if it's it's like receiving eight meals free. You get twenty dollars off your first four boxes. So uh, if you want to save money, you want to get some easy, easy to make, easy to enjoy recipes. Go to HelloFresh.com slash brunch eighty. Okay, so now. Chloe Grace Moretz is in the box. Greta is doing God knows what. Private investigator sent by Greta, Chloe Grace Moretz's dad comes to see 
Greta, pay, pay a little visit, maybe see what's going on. There is loud banging noises coming from Chloe Grace Moretz, who's in the box, making a lot of banging noises because she is locked in a box. Greta says it's her dog and says, Morton, stop that barking. The private investigator does not know what barking sounds like, apparently. (laughs) He thinks that he hears like, Stop that dog. And the guy's like, oh, man, guess she's got a dog that I haven't seen that didn't come to the door when I visited. What a weird dog. Uh, So he thinks very little of it. uh, And and then Greta also at this point. behavior from a private investigator. Yes, just savvy. A person whose job it is to investigate things. Yes. So uh, Greta then says, hey, uh, while all this noise is happening, how about I put on some music? And puts on music. Uh, let's see. Uh, the PI thinks little of it, and then Greta injects him with some of whatever her potion is. Uh, apologies to whatever drug manufacturers out there. Not drug guys. Don't know what any of these things are, but it seems to make everybody get woozy, and then they fall asleep. So the private investigator, as he's starting to kind of lose it, uh, they begins, stick a lollipop in his mouth. Begin, yes. <laughs> Begins uh, shooting his gun, nearly killing Glo- Chloe Grace Moretz a thousand times. You see, have you seen Double Jeopardy? Yes, yeah. You know yeah, when yeah. she's in the grave yeah. and she's shooting the gun uh, to uh, get her out of the the tomb, yeah, or the grave, whatever, yeah. the casket. Uh, it's like the opposite of that. She's in there and just like the holes are coming in. <laughs> uh, where is she located at this point? On the relation? other side of the room. Uh, she doesn't even put her downstairs? No. Okay. Uh, Greta then... Well, other side of the wall. Okay. Uh, Greta then picks up the gun, shoots the private investigator to death, okay. and dances barefoot to Chopin. <laughs> what? For like, There's like a 15-second tag of dancing, too. What the it's fuck? It's not like a say goodnight. It's like... Do you have anyone who loves you? Oh, it must be terrible to be alone. Boom. Uh, Greta patches up the bullet holes, leaves... uh, Oh, yeah. So, Greta patches up the, the bullet holes in the wall, takes out another bag from the thing, walk, gets on a train, and weave got a sequel baby oh my god so she never gets out what if i told you there's more oh fucking christ girl on the train a new girl on a train picks up the bag you see you're walking down that same hall you're like honey no or that alley you're like don't don't do this don't do this she is invited in for coffee see the coffee cup blop 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 Mm -hmm. little drugs being put right in there. They're starting to have a little conversation. The girl says to her, uh, this part isn't important, but I think it's really cool. Uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, girl says to her, to Greta, I'm trying to be a model. You start to hear, I'm not a dog. Greta says, sorry, the neighbors, I guess they're remodeling. 
Nailed it. Thank you. Nailed it. <laughs> I was I was in the back and I was one of three people in the theater and I let out like an oh <laughs> whoa we liked Greta this whole time. Oh my fucking you, god. Greta makes a lot of I hardly know her jokes. You know what? Redemption arc. Yeah, problematic. problematic. <laughs> Greta gets a redemption arc. That was a bar. So they're having uh they're having their conversation. <laughs> Greta, tell me if this sounds familiar. Drops her mug. Ceramic everywhere. Ninety percent of the budget for this film, Pete, was glass <laughs> ceramic and ceramic. It is nothing but stuff breaking. Uh it's and a, you're thinking, you know, you know, silverware is nothing, yeah, but fragile, but Ooh. not fragile. <laughs> why? Well, why did she drop? Why did Greta drop her mug? Yes, why did she do that? Why would she be the one that did it? I don't know. Because the new victim takes off her wig, and it's the roommate in disguise, and she was the one who drugged Greta. The blop 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 blop. That was the roommate slipping that into Greta's coffee. Oh, oh shit! She finds Glowy Grace Moretz, puts Greta in the box, and they're sitting there. Smart thing to do: just stay there while a bad yeah. like murderer. We've we know this person murders is there. Uh, and one of them says, "What do we do now?" Uh, let's see. Yeah, Chloe Grace Moretz says, "What do we do now?" The roommate says, "Call the cops." <laughs> and Chloe Grace Moretz says, "And tell them what?" The roommate says. That there's a psychopath asleep in an old painted box. Cool. They get <laughs> yeah. up. They they're they're still kind of having there's their fun. You can do about that. She has a reservation. They're still kind of right. They're still kind of uh, taking their time, hanging out there. Movies ending. Focused in on the box. We got a sequel, baby. Did they? Should she knock it off? Yeah, she she's getting out. Off? She's getting out. She's getting out, man. <laughs> nice. She's getting out. Oh man, She's what a out. thriller! That yeah, it wasn't that bad of a movie. <laughs> what a fucking ridiculous movie! Yeah. Do you think that there's any of that uh, recap that we can cut out? Because I don't know if there is. No, I think I we think needed I every drop all. of that. I needed it all, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, how how good was the roommate's disguise? Because you know, you said that you she was own, a babe. Short hair, only see her from the back. I should have known. Oh, should have known. Wait, so they never show her face? No, that's a real. That's a red flag. Yeah, I should have known. But if they, I mean, I would have spotted her from a mile away. Total babe. Total babe. Yeah, and should have known when she said, "I'm trying to be a model." Be like, yeah, with how what a babe you are, <laughs> yes. you should be. Uh, yeah, I was wondering just because uh, Greta had seen the roommate before. Yes, she knows what she looks like. Yeah, whole lot. But this is a. She's got like a, a short wig, different hair color. Di- so she went all out. Yeah. She committed to the bit. Good for her. Yeah. Because uh, Greta, Greta's not savvy. Greta is not doing, Greta never does anything necessarily savvy. The, the thing Nothing that, impressive. Yeah. Uh, Greta's most, uh, uh, I don't want to keep using the same word, but like the height of her savvy is like, used Facebook one. Like they showed her on Facebook. The fall, the chase scene, following around taking pictures, she not clever gun. at all. Uh, catching up to someone who was in your basement and you have a gun and drugs and stuff. Oh, she didn't have a gun yet, but like you have drugs to sedate that person. Greta was not very impressive, except for when she said, 
guess they're remodeling. That was that was and if we're nothing if not ladies. And that was that well she's so first she of all she also sewed a, the the she's a the, pioneer for she that. Subbed the, she sub uh sewed the pinky into the glove yeah. to give her a full hand back. Yeah. So that's that's sort of savvy. Yeah. How is uh Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel. Uh it was a comic book movie and so who really cares? Oh, I definitely don't care. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Father John Misty. Naturally, the dying man wonders to himself Does commentary been more lucid than anybody else? And had he successfully beaten back the rising tide Of idiots, dilettantes and fools That were on his watch while he was alive Lord, just a little more time Oh, in no time And all this will be the distant past So says the dying man Once I'm in the box Just think of all the overrated hacks Running amok And all of the pretentious Ignorant voices that will go unchecked The homophobes, hipsters and one percent The false feminists he'd manage to detect Oh, who will critique them once he's left? Oh, in no time at all, this will be the distant past. What he'd give for one more day and analyze the world made in his image as of yet to realize what a mess what a mess to leave what a mess to leave Eventually the dying man takes his final breath But first checks his newsfeed to see what he's about to miss Need occurs to him a little late in the game Or we leave as clueless as we came 
People have rented heavens to the shadows in the cave Well, I'll be wrong someday 